From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 48. Um, happy Tuesday. I hope the week is going well. Um, I hope you're healthy, happy. I hope your families are great. I hope your friends are great. I hope your man ain't stressing you. Um, all that good stuff. <laughs> Eddie, how are you? I'm, I'm Last okay. week I'm you said you were much a bit better. stressed. Yeah, much better. You're good now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, well, it's my turn to, you know, hit the skids because I've been getting my... I don't know what's going on, but we'll power through it. Absolutely, like we always do. <laughs> like we always do. All right, so we're ready. Okay, right. So, uh, a man has been sentenced to prison for a botched castration somewhere okay. in Oklahoma. Now, Bob Lee Allen and husband Thomas <coughs> Evans Gates, they connected to a guy um, on a castration forum called Eunuch Maker. And this happens to, a, to be a place where people go when they want to get castrated, but they want to do this illegally because doctors will not do a castration for you if it's not a non-transgender issue. And so to do that, they go to these forums. Now, sometimes they either do the castration themselves or they, like I said, they go to people. Now, this man, Bob, thought he was, you know, qualified enough to do the Hmm. surgery. And the patient was awake for about two hours, but under local anesthesia. But even more bizarrely, the the surgeon said that um, he, he was joking and said, oh, the removed parts, he was going to eat them. Turns out later that when there was an investigation into him because the castration was botched, they actually did find the parts in the freezer. So that was a bit odd. And they ended up being caught because the patient was bleeding. Now, the reason why I came up with, why I chose this news Yes, item, Eddie, how did you stumble <laughs> this item? Because a lot of the times... In Ghana and other places, you see a lot of random people saying they can heal all sorts of mm. things, right? You see them, you they're in the trotros, you see them on TV, they can cure everything from mm. impotence to diabetes to high blood pressure. And I just think we need to be very much aware of what happens. Now, in a lot of these cases, the, these people are not healed right. and then they end up going to the clinic with with irreparable damage you you hear doctors talk about this all the time their kidneys are bust mm-hmm. or they've got done so much damage to themselves by guzzling all, all sorts of random, things yep. random things that like you you sometimes just need to use your head there is no one drug that can do everything that alone should tell you that there's mm-hmm. absolutely something wrong and i know that in ghana there have been cases where i think there was a plastic surgeon nap in is yep. gone there was a heart surgeon also nap in Kumasi. We need stricter measures because you're actually playing with people's lives. You can't proclaim to be a healer or proclaim to be somebody who can heal people when you're not capable mm-hmm. of doing so. And I think even the herbalists, they have an association. They're regulated, aren't they? I don't know, but I there are a lot of qu- I think herbal doctors absolutely. around. You know? they, they just pick anything Sell it to people. People drink it. Oh yeah, Muja, this is oh, Muja 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 all of those things, you know. So that's the reason why I actually chose this. We've got to be careful. Please don't be swallowing anything that you see. Take care of your health because at the end of the day, even if sometimes these people say they can heal you, they might be doing so under unsanitary conditions mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you might get healed. But then after effects, you're, you're not infected, sepsis, yep. all sorts of yep, things, really, yep. right? 
So this is sort of an awareness. Please be careful. Don't just be swallowing everything. It's your body. Your body is special. You need to do things right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that that's my really short in the news. But I just wanted great. to bring awareness. That's great. That. And I just want to add on the more bizarre end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So you know, as you know, I'm I'm into piercings. Well, not piercings. I said tattoos, but mm-hmm. I also wasn't big into piercings at one point. Mm-hmm. So that took me on a forum called BME. As body or is it BMZ? Anyway, body modification zine. They have a website. Mm-hmm. They even have a magazine, and there is a whole subculture of like people that want to be eunuchs. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Recently, they call it the Nullo movement or whatever it is, and it was even back then when I was heavy into it and mm-hmm. thinking of getting like I don't know a bull ring and mm. tongue pe- all sorts of nonsense that I <laughs> never ended up doing well not nonsense if you have one I just I was chickened out more mm. or less but I was rather fascinated by some of the subcultures like you know people that split fork their tongues, tongues and yeah. all sorts of mm. stuff and I'm just like what has your penis done to you like it's it's it I never really got a I think some people are repulsed because when I was reading the article, there are people who just want, just don't want to have their testicles. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable for them, so they want to get rid of it. And again, this is not trans people. These are, yeah, these you are know, just regular people hetero, who yes, whatever, yes. whatever, who for some reason don't are, you know. To, mm-hmm. Then there were the people that voluntarily want to be amputees. Oh, That's like a whole thing. A couple of people have done that themselves. They went and bought... Uh, dry ice what is it? carbon dye whatever mm. what is dry ice i don't Nitrogen know something? I don't or know. right or put their extremities in ice like a bucket of ice for hours and hours until like they literally push themselves to a point where they have to get it amputated because and i'm just like so odd like there's a lot going on there's in the a lot world. going on that we also don't know about right? yeah that's, that's, but that's like basically protect yourself here yeah. you notice all the time some of the medis- medicines don't even have labels ingredient yeah, labels i'm like it's not F- it's not fdb no. approved you don't even know what the contents are they just have some funny picture on the cover saying it will do everything no, we have to be careful you know. it's dangerous yep. actually very very dangerous a mm-hmm. lot of the time and like my dad says that there's a lot of damage done to the kidneys. yeah liver kidney yeah, it's always, always shot always. to hell by the time you're 40 your kidneys aren't functioning and you're like oh, you why, why? Exactly. yeah it's, because you're the, you don't know the toxic side effects you mm-hmm. don't even know what's in it at all good or bad mm-hmm. to, to know so yeah yes yeah, so thanks right. for bringing that up <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay so for my in the news this week is an a news item that may have flown either under the radar or over a lot of people's heads if you're not in, into finance stuff which i'm not even so please feel free to call bs on some of the stuff i'm gonna say but i tried to like get my head around it properly again this is not my area of expertise really okay so recently or in september 2021 Moody affirmed Ghana's B3 long-term issuer rating. And this also follows Fitch, who had revised Ghana's long-term outlook to a B-, which is negative in both cases. And that was in June of 2021. Okay, so who is Moody? Who is Fitch? (laughs) What are credit ratings? And why should you care? Mm -hmm. All right. So Moody, along with Fitch and Standard & Poor, are the three main credit rating agencies in the world. 
And they're so important that even though they're private corporations, they have special status in the Euro in Europe and the United States. And um, this is something that's very common in the West um, and other parts, but we don't really have it here yet. But a credit rating agency basically assesses your credit worthiness, simply put. And for a credit rating agency, they do large corporations and countries and assign a rating from triple A, which is perfect or excellent, all the way down to D, which would be default. <laughs> but once you get to C, that's considered junk ratings, right? right? Or junk bond, which we'll get into in a minute. So each letter grade indicates your likelihood of defaulting on a loan or on a bond issuance repayment. And if you, for individuals, they also have what we call a credit score. And it's a big deal, like, but I won't get into that yeah. today. And also, they... Um, separate it into short-term projections and long-term credit worthiness projections. All right, so as you know, many countries, in fact, all countries rely heavily on investment as a source of income to fund projects, what have you not. Mm -hmm. And so your credit rating is actually extremely important because a low credit rating or bad credit rating makes it harder to secure investments and loans for national building and whatnot. So this brings me back to Moody's B3 rating for Ghana. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, now, as I said, B3 is about the lowest you can go. Once you get to C, it indicates it's a junk bond. Mm -hmm. So B3 is a negative long-term outlook, which basically means there's a high likelihood that Ghana would be in unable to fulfill its long-term financial commitments um, and it may came to that decision or came to that assessment um, based on the fact that it said Ghana has high a high debt burden already. It has high borrowing requirements, which I'll get to in a moment. It has already faces liquidity challenges hmm. and it's facing economic downturn, um, all of which has been enhanced by the pandemic situation. Okay, so as you may or may not know, Ghana ran a whole Ghana Beyond Aid campaign mm -hmm. Um, for the most recent government. And so they always have a habit of saying, we don't accept aid. Um, and we didn't, we, you know, now they said they don't take loans. They issue bonds mm. on the open market and that's how they get money. So, which is a bit mm, <laughs> semantics, right? Mm. So a bond is a financial in instrument of indebtedness. Basically it says, you give us this amount of money and we promise to give you this amount of interest for however long the bond you're, you are holding the bond mm -hmm. and at the end of the term we'll give you the principal back so the initial amount you bought the bond for and you'd already made your interest on it right um so recently so again in 2021 ghana raised three billion dollars with a euro bond and this was in april and they were very, very pleased with themselves when this happened and people were jubilating because um, already Ghana had a poor credit rating, right? right? So that makes getting a Ghanaian bond a risky proposition mm -hmm. because the longer, of course, if you, especially in the long term, now these bonds were issued over four years, seven years, 12 year and a 20 year term. So again, if you have a poor um, long term rating outlook it means if you buy ghana's 20-year bond it, it is there's a high likelihood that at the end when you're here to issue your money get your money they're like we ain't got it or 
the interest they're supposed to be paying you, mm. they'll tell you that mm, we can't give you the, your dividend this month or quarter or however mm. they do it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll tell you like, we said we'd give you 5% every quarter, but we can only give you two. two. Mm. So that is a problem. So what Ghana did was in order to convince people to subscribe to that euro bond is they made the interest rate ridiculously high to entice mm. people. Now, currently on the open market, a tw- a 10 year what is it let me just verify here a 10 year bond from the US mm-hmm. is paying 1% we are offering a 12 year bond at 8% just to get people Ooh. to be of course greed is as they said in wall street <laughs> greed is good right so mm-hmm. somebody's like hey I'll gamble on this. Mm. Let me just buy these bonds and we're jubilating that 8% we probably can't pay <laughs> but <laughs> So it's to create a cascading effect. Now, they, they already said that part of that $3 billion that they raise is going to be used to finance existing debt, yes. mm-hmm. meaning some other bonds are coming due, and so they're getting new bonds to, to, to pay, pay for, for the old bonds, and it becomes a cycle. So now, with we're already on B3. If these new bonds issued in 2021, we start to <laughs> default or whatever, then we enter junk bond status. And then the next time we need more money to pay for the old money, we won't be able to get it. Then that's when you're in economic crisis and you have to go begging to the World Bank and they'll tell you, okay, we'll give you 1 billion or something like that. And you'll have to cut public spending, cut this, lay off, blah, blah, cut, privatize this, that, that, that. And it's bad news. So that is why it's actually a big deal. Mm. And a lot of people are like, eh, because what is that? But it means that if we're not careful, we will be in huge trouble. In fact, we're already on the path to trouble. And at least come four years, at least that's when the, 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 shortest one is due we'll see if they say they're going to raise new money where or if they're gonna pay because i don't see where is that three billion where is it that three billion where is it now what do they use it for how can you just keep getting loans to pay for loans loans. where does it end doesn't make any economy you know so anyway that's my two pesos my in the news this week oh yeah that's a good one some education Uh not bad okay so i've got two songs for you today in songs of the week and the first one is a song called Veg Out by Masego. Him. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Masego is called Micah Davis and he uh, is Jamaican American. He apparently is a trap house jazz pioneer and he blends RB, soul, jazz music together. And he taught himself the saxophone, the drums, and the piano. Very talented young man. And he released his uh, Pink Polo EP in 2016, and his debut album came out in 2018. Um, he also had a saxophone jamming appearance on NPR, Tiny Desk mm-hmm. Concept, which got him 2 million views in 6 weeks. Half of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> and so his name, Masego, is South African, and it means blessings. Now, some of his family is from South Africa, and his nickname in church used to be Little, uh, used to be Little Blessing. So for him, I guess it was appropriate to choose the name Masego because he could learn all the instruments without mm-hmm. any lessons. So that makes sense. So Veg Out is basically a song about doing nothing with someone special, basically just chilling, just hanging. I really love the song. The first time 
I heard it, I was like, oh, what's this nah, song? He's dope. It's so, it's so, dope. so cool. And I actually used to think he was South African from the yeah, name. Yeah, he looks very, mm. if not South African, he looks slightly Ethiopian, mm, Eritrean, okay, something. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, he looks like one of ours, that's for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> that is Fejout Masego. The second song is a song called Crazy Lover, and it's from the group Cavemen. My, if you have been living under a rock, maybe you might not have heard about them. But they've done pretty well with their debut album called Roots. And they've really made a name up for themselves. The album is absolutely amazing. It's just really, really good. They actually came to Ghana. They came to Ghana in June, yes. July. I, want, I, was a big, I know, go, but when I saw them pictures, no, no, not no, no, one no, mask no, no, and no. it was packed, packed, packed. So. No way, no way. And they're made of the brothers Kingsley and Benjamin Okori. And their sound is distinctly high life, like you hear it in that you definitely hear it. And the songs are beautiful, swell of Igbo, Igbo and um, English. They say they are hardly flu hard, they are not fluent in Igbo, but I mean you don't have to be fluent in the mm-hmm, language too. to be able to sing it, right? So they discovered music at church, like so many others, and Kingsley studied law, whereas Benjamin went to music school. And once they've all finished school, they eventually came together in 2018. And they've also actually also played with Asha, with Bez, mm. and Lady Donnelly. And Crazy Lover is up of their first album, and it's a gloriously beautiful song. It's just really, oh, beautiful. I've raised that album so many mm. times, I can't even remember. <laughs> it's really, really, really good. If you haven't heard it, then you should. And so those are my two songs, two songs, Masego with Veg Out and uh, Caveman with Crazy Lover. Wonderful. Okay. So I have three songs this week. Uh, the first song is called Woman and it's by Stokely and Kitty. Stokely? Now, oh, exactly. Um, um, Mint condition. condition. <laughs> See, this is why right, we right, get right, on. Yeah, she knows her stuff. Absolutely. So for those of you who don't know, and you should, uh, Stokely is basically an R&B legend. Like he yeah. is. There's no other way to describe it. He's best known, again, as she mentioned, as the lead singer and drummer of the 90s R&B group Mint Condition. But he's also been a session musician for literally every 90s R&B act that you can think of. Like, I can't even... Everybody who was ever popular in the 90s, he's worked with them. Um, So if you're of a certain age, you know, (laughs) Mint Condition. If you don't, check him out because there's not pure 90s R&B goodness is how I describe their sound. Um, so as a solo artist, and I could go on, I'll just have to skip ahead. <laughs> yeah, because even listening who he's worked with would take us all day. All right. So as a solo artist, Stokely Williams um, has two albums, uh, the most recent of which was called Sankofa, and he released it in 2020. Now, I one of my friends was like, Stokely is in Ghana. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I went and looked, and there was a video clip of him on some radio station. And I was like, Stokely is in Ghana. Like, what? Exactly. It sort of flew under the radar. Um, and it turned out it's because he was working on his album and uh, he wanted to, and then he shot the video for this song in Ghana and also again like I said featured Kitty on it so Kitty is Dennis Dramna he's a very popular Afrobeat high life um, Afropop artist who rose to fame when he won MTN Hitmaker talent show and then signed to Lynx Entertainment now the song is cute. Is it my favorite song from either of them? No. <laughs> However, I do enjoy the vibe. I'm just happy that Stokely is still out here making music. He looks great. He sounds great. I love the initiative of that, you know, going back to your roots thing and 
collaborating not just with, coming yeah. here but also collaborating with artists that are here yeah. and so and it's a cute song like if you love classic r&b definitely check that out so that's the first song stokely mm-hmm. woman by stokely and kitty um my second song is called again and is by wande cole oh. so yes wande mm-hmm. cole is actually one of my favorite nigerian artists i feel like that man is criminally underrated mm-hmm. he doesn't get the props he deserves uh so one day call aka wcz um his name his his full name is oluwatobi one day ojosipe and he's 35 years old he's a nigerian artist from lagos he started singing as a teen in a church choir again as many people do um, and then he got his first break into the entertainment industry actually as a dancer. Um, yes. So he signed to Don Jazzy's Mo Hits, which is what it was back in the day in 2006. And he remained there until the label dissolved in 2012 um, after Dubanj left and it was a whole drama. And then he re signed with Maven, what turned into Maven after that, but ended up um, leaving in. Uh, what is it? I don't know. He, he left a year later, I believe. Um, so, if you know, for Ghanaians, Wande Cole is probably best known for the song Kiss Your Hand yeah, with R2Bs that came out in 2009. And I actually re listened to it when I was working on it. It's still bad, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's still bad. <laughs> and then beyond that, probably his biggest hit is Iskaba, and that came out in 2017 pure jams man he's got <laughs> he's got hits on hits and um so this song again is taken off his 2020 ep called realm which is a wonderful listen the song is fantastic it's produced by jules so you know oh, it's gonna yeah. be good and yeah so that's my my, my second song again by one day cole and my third song this week is called Baptize and is by Spillage Village featuring Earth Gang, Jid, and Aunt Clemens. Wow. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who are these? <laughs> Spillage Village is a music collective from Atlanta comprised of rappers, singers, and producers. And it was founded by the duo Earth Gang, whose names are what? Olu and Dr. Something or Other. And people have described Earth Gang as Imagine Outcast, but if mm. both men members are Andre 3000 which to me actually underrates how out there big boy can be because he's not no regular you know he's quite out there as well but of course Andre 3000 is basically an alien from Mars musically right so that's to give you an idea of, of what their vibe is and um, so yeah, so the founding duo are Earth Gang and other members include the singer Mariva, um, Six Lack Black, who you know, <laughs> and then the rapper Jid. Okay, so they have four albums. They've had they've released four albums so far since they formed in 2010, and they formed when Earth Gang met Jid at Hampton University in the States. So they all three of them went to to university together. Um, however, it wasn't until their fourth album, um, Spilligian, which came out in 2020, that they got some mainstream attention. And through that, both Earth Gang and Jid signed to Dreamville, which I've mentioned before. That's J. Cole's label. Um, that, um, what is that? Who did I talk about last week? Oh, God. Or oh, the week before. What's the song called? See, my, mem- my mind is going. Mm-hmm. Ari Lennox. I had mentioned that Ari Lennox is signed to Dreamville. Yeah. So so are Earth Gang Anyway, 
So this song, Baptized, is off of that Spilligion album in 2020. And it's it's like, a, again, think outcast, but like with some other trippy elements in it. It's really cool. It's like one of these conscious rap kind of things. And it's a great song, so check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty... We're used to a certain kind of rap these days, mm. and it's kind of not that, and that's, that's what okay. I love about it. So those are my three songs this week. Woman, Stokely, and Kitty. Again, by Wande Cole. And Baptized by Spillage Village, featuring Earth Gang, Jid, and Aunt Clement. All right. Beautiful. So before we continue on with the show, I just wanted to let you know about a wonderful opportunity that we have for our listeners, thanks to our partners at Sendwave. So SendWave is an app that allows you to quickly and conveniently send money from the U.S., the U.K., and parts of EU to Ghana and also other African countries. It's completely free to use and very secure. And I know this because I have received money through SendWave myself. With SendWave, you can send mobile money to networks as well as directly to bank accounts and still at no cost. Just search for SendWave in the Google Play Store or the App Store, and when you see a penguin waving, you know you're on the right track. Once you download it, it takes only five minutes to set up and start sending. No matter how much or little you send, it's always free. Sounds great, right? Well, it gets even better. When you use our promo code to PESWAS, you'll get either $10, £10, or €10, Euros, depending on your location, towards your first transfer. And who doesn't like free money? All the information you need will be in the description box, as well as a link to a video of us walking you through the setup process. And now back to the show. Okay, now with that, we're on to what the F. So in my what the F, people are stealing Lego bricks. Now, before okay. we start this what the F, I just, can I just say that please don't say Legos. Please say Lego bricks or Lego something. Really? There you is, can't call them Legos? No, you cannot call them Legos. That's wrong. Sorry, Damn. but I, I have right. to insist here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the French police has been investigating an international ring of toy thieves. And they seem to have a thing for Lego bricks, right? Uh, suspects were caught with a box and had planned to sell these uh, Lego bricks in Poland. The three people, a, a, a woman and, a, and, and two men, are were actually, actually specialists in stealing okay. Lego. Now, you might think that this is just an European problem, but it, they've also been like house break, that people have broken into wow. homes to steal Lego bricks, and in Oregon, a man was arrested as well after stealing $7,500 worth of Lego toy sets. Now, for a lot of people, this might seem odd. However, if you are a Lego collector, then you know that mm. over time, certain sets have a high resale value. That's what I was really, going to ask. Are these specialized sets? Yes. You know. Especially uh, toys that are no longer in production. Mm-hmm. Some of them really have a high value set. Now, the most expensive set that Lego has come out with is an $800 set. I think the Millennium Falcon. So if you're a fan of Star Wars, yeah, if you're a fan of Star Wars and an avid Lego collector, then this is something which will make your heart beat faster. Now, the little minifigures that you see in like in some Lego sets, some of them are licensed to like Star Wars, so you cannot reproduce them. They mm. cannot be reproduced. So if you are a collector of those, they also have a really high value, I right? See. Yes. And um 
people people get really emotional over their Lego their Lego sets right, or over their Lego items. If you have sometimes you get one piece missing mm. and people are totally over it. Like where is my Lego piece? Where is my Lego brick? And you might actually also think that Lego is just for kids. kids. Absolutely not. There's actually a group called AFOS, so ad- adult fans of Lego. There's actually a group <laughs> that exists and. Yeah, so basically, it's 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 not as out there as you might think. You might think it's a childish thing, it's a child stuff, but Lego sets are actually really, some are really, really, really um, have a high resale, resale value, like I said. So if you have a Lego set that is quite old, you might want to put it in a safe or something. because Especially if you have all the pieces, yes, it's a complete. Yes, yes, because the Lego thieves are out there <laughs> and they're out to get your, um, yeah, to get your sets. <laughs> So that's basically my. I love. I mean, I love Lego. Still. Oh, I do. I, Listen, I, do. I play with Lego set today. Absolutely, okay, I'm not even... absolutely. It's unfortunate they don't ship here. Yeah, I think there used to be a, a shop at the Junction Mall. Didn't really, they to, a I Lego think, store? So, I think so. I'm not too sure. Huh. It's unfortunate they don't ship here. But yeah, there you go. Lego thieves on that's the right. That's cool. Yeah. There is actually an artist of Ghanaian descent. He's American, but he has a, and I can't. Mm. And my mind. Mm. I told you, I've been getting my brains. <laughs> I think I'm suffering from memory loss. Yeah. He um, does art using Legos, Legos. Okay, and okay. it's really fantastic oh, wow, stuff. Right. If I remember, I'll mention his name oh, wait. somewhere. Does he use black Lego? Br- that's, I that's, saw the that. yeah, yeah, that's I saw the that. One. I've forgotten the name. I saw that mm-hmm. as well. I saw the article. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. yes. Absolutely. He created Africa or yes, something? He yes, he did a Wakanda, his version yes, of Wakanda. I saw and stuff. that. Yes. I, absolutely. I Again, saw that. See? Hmm? <laughs> 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 okay, so that's my what the F. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> All right, so my what the F is a story that has taken more twists and turns than a daytime soap opera. Yes, you know where I'm going. Probably, yeah, probably. So, in September, again, a 29-year-old woman named Josephine Mm. Payne Mensah Simmons was reported missing by her husband, who said that she went on her daily morning walk and did not return. Mm -hmm. So there was a flyer going around. The police had been notified, so on and so forth. And what made the situation even extra sensitive and urgent was that Josephine was apparently nine months pregnant Mm -hmm. at the time of her, what is now was alleged to be a kidnapping. Notice I said, apparently (laughs) nine months pregnant. Okay. So after that, her husband, Michael Simmons, told the police and they informed the press that they're looking for her. Now, this all occurred in Takrade. Now, yeah. I don't know if you remember, uh, we had talked about the kidnapping so, yeah, of the, the Takrade girl girls yeah. last year or the year before. So people are very sensitive to that sort of thing now in mm-hmm. Takrade, and the police are extra vigilant because they don't want the reputation of being known for the city where you can just kidnap, can kidnap people, people. Mm-hmm. all willy-nilly. All right. So a couple of days later, her mother said she received a demand for ransom from the suspected kidnappers. And then the uh, police said they're working tirelessly to find her. Now, a week later, she was found in Aksim, which is about an hour away from Takrati, where she had been dumped. And the mother said she received another phone call from the alleged kidnappers stating that they can no longer use her for what they wanted her for. So they've dumped her somewhere. And she approached a carpenter and she seemed Mm -hmm. agitated and confused and she explained her story and during the course of that she said also because she turned up not pregnant she said that in the struggle of being kidnapped and the trauma and everything she went into early labor and the baby died Mm. 
So, you know, everybody was, you know, so glad that they found her, so on and so forth. Um, she was taken to the hospital where she was. And at the time that I was writing this, her husband said that, you know, he hasn't been able to talk to her yet, mm-hmm. but she's in the hospital and investigations are ongoing. Now, in the first twist of events, the Western Regional Minister released a statement claiming that his initial investigations state that the woman was never pregnant at all, and it was all a hoax, and the doctor that examined her said as much, and that they, she has mental problems. Now, her husband was interviewed post that statement and said he doesn't understand what the man is talking about because he knows his wife is pregnant. Um, and she'd even been going for hospital uh, visits, like antenatal mm. care and so on. And then in the meantime, Joy FM went to her home, where her family home and her neighborhood. And there were like 30 people shouting mm. at once mm. because they were so outraged. Somebody was like, eh, Curses. minister, moi, which means a fool of a minister. How does he, what do we've all seen her and she's everybody around here knows she was pregnant. pregnant. So about 30 to 40 people, including the sellers around and everything, will all attest to the fact that this woman was pregnant. So, you know, the, you know, the Ghana police, and they were even like, you know, whoever said she wasn't is a useless doctor who could even kill her, and they mm-hmm. want her transferred out of that person's care, etc., etc. So now, of course, everybody was upset because it just signifies that, you know, the the... the Lack of trust, I guess, mm, we yeah, have in authorities yeah, yeah, that you can't yeah. really trust what the police Absolutely say. It's, it's, you, when the minister said this, we're like, please, these people never know what they're talking about, about, and mm, so on and so that's forth. That's what I thought. As yes, well, yes. You know? Well, then here we have another turn. Um, later on, so now apparently she herself has confessed to the fact that she was never I'm pregnant, pregnant in the first place and that it was a hoax. So I was like, okay, still, one, why do so many people think she was pregnant? Because mm, it has to be showing. Why does her husband and. think she's pregnant? And what's the motive? That's my main thing. Mm. What is the reason? Or to quote Cardi B, what was the reason? Okay. <laughs> so, subsequently, because this thing is still going on, mm. they've apparently arrested. So uh, she apparently was pregnant. That's what the, 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 the latest news is and could change. Even after we, I say this, she apparently was pregnant. She was four months pregnant yes, that's what I and then about. had a miscarriage. Yes. And because she didn't want the shame or the, you know, I guess the potential harm to her mm. marriage mm. of losing a baby, she colluded with her mom and bought a silicone yes. stomach yes. online and wore it around um, as a pregnant woman thereafter. So even that too, I think is indicative of some of the problems we have in this yeah, country yeah, that yeah, yeah. if you have a miscarriage is such a, a, shame, like a shame stain on you on that you, you yeah. have to pretend that, you're still, that pregnant. you're still pregnant. And I'm like, so did her husband not see her still like for the rest of the time? Like anyway, so now the police have arrested her, her mother the husband mm. oddly because i'm like he yeah, he didn't know he from didn't, what i gather he actually did not know that she was not pregnant right so i'm like why is he under arrest and of course the the, the relatives are even more agitated because mm. it's like how dare you not only have you said our daughter's not pregnant now you've come to arrest her mother and what 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 
So I had initially thought that maybe she had fibroids because mm. I have actually seen that where some women, again, are so obsessed with the idea of pregnancy that you tell them like, no, this is a fibroid. And, it's they, don't be- and they don't believe you. They're like, no, it's a baby. I'm not taking it out. What, 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 what? So I was like, did she have fibroids to the point where she was heavily pregnant? Because they were like, oh, she was so pregnant. She waddled and everything. They would have to help her to the bathroom to bath. And so I'm like, ah. And I'm like, okay, so it still doesn't, what is the appropriate motive? Like, so I had, was it this, I don't know, I had at some point, I had that she said her husband was treating her really nicely when she was pregnant. So because of that, she didn't want to tell him that the, the pregnancy, she had, she had miscarried or something. But that's, that's not crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And if the, again, if the husband didn't know, why is he under arrest? So anyway... Weird, weird, it's weird situation. Weird. It just, the progression of this story was just every day. Oh, there's a oh, new, new like, twist. We're like, what? Who did what now? You know. So anyway, that's my what the f this week. Yeah, I'm madness. Truly, truly, I'm sure by next week there'll be something else. Again. It will so be the exactly. story will definitely change. Because who point. did who kidnapped her then, or who took her, and, and where who did called, they? Who called for who, the why ransom? would they make up a whole ransom it's element too much. to it? It's, it's and if the up. mother was in on it, then why are you calling the mother? Or did she lie about that? Like, there's so many things that don't make so sense. Many layers. But anyway, <laughs> right. that's my what the f. Okay. So then we're on to two passwords. So have you ever ever had a sound and tasted food in your mouth? Oh, synesthesia. Yes, or had someone's (laughs) name and seen a color. Then welcome to the fascinating world of synesthesia. Now, synesthesia has Greek roots and means or translates to perceive together. And synesthesia synesthesia is the ability or condition whereby info meant to stimulate one sense ends up stimulating several of your senses. So it's basically sort of an intertwining of the senses. Now, people who have synesthesia experience different things in different ways. So some may experience color as a sound or might see a pen and then taste something or might see a musical note or might hear a musical note and think of, I don't know, a, a purse or a bag or something. It's just really different and i find it very fascinating Mm -hmm. and i can understand that people might thought it's people might think it's odd but i guess it's just really a human being and the fear of the unknown basically because until about 20 years ago synesthesia people were not comfortable sharing that they were actually there was actually Mm -hmm. this this thing now john locke a philosopher actually wrote about combined senses in the 17th century but it was only the the term itself was only coined in the mid-1980s. Some studies suggest that synesthesia, we're all, actually, we're all actually born with it, but then we lose it at eight months. Ah. Yes, so that, that's quite interesting. And it is also genetically inherited. So that's also something. You can also get temporary synesthesia from psychedelic drugs or alcohol or coffee. And as you can imagine, there are over 60 permutations of synesthesia. For example, sound, color. So you hear a sound and you see a particular color. Or graphene, color synthesis. So letters or numbers appear as or associated with specific colors. And I can imagine that a world, if if you have synesthesia, your world is very expansive Mm -hmm. and very colorful. But I also wonder whether you're not whether it's not a sensory overload at the same time. I guess you're used to it. You're used right? to it. So you, you don't, don't know, know any any different. Absolutely not. And so here are a couple of famous people who are said to have synesthesia. Kanye West, 
So he sees pianos as blues and snares as white. Um, we've got Pharrell Williams who said when he was younger and he listened to Earth, Wind and Fire, he either saw burgundy or blue. And you've got Mary J. Blige, Tori Amos, Duke Ellington, Frank Ocean. And it seems like a lot of synesthetes become artists. Rather I was than actually going to say yes, that other than anything in else. music, it's actually a superpower. And mm. there are actually quite a few producers who yes. have synesthesia. And it's usually sound color. And they said they see that if the colors look pretty, then mm. they know that what they're doing, doing will it. sound good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for some, you know, it's not a, a handicap Cap- in any way. Yeah. It actually enhances their ability to, to, cre- be to create. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so I found that fascinating. very fascinating. I remember talking about a song last week, uh, Toroka featuring Alex Isley and Alex Isley, she actually has synesthesia. Ah. So that's why I thought the next time I'll talk about mm-hmm. it. I find it so fascinating. It is. I low-key yeah. want to experience that. I think <laughs> well, for me, at my drugs. big age, I'll just probably lose it completely. Right? What was wrong with me? Help! Help somebody! So that's my really short one on synesthesia. That's great. I love great. it. Absolutely fascinating. Love it. Yes, very fascinating. All right. So my two pesos this week is called Fix Your Mouth. All right. So this year... <laughs> Um, has been the year of the fix the country hashtag. (laughs) So it started on social media and actually culminated in a physical demonstration and more than one, I think. Mm -hmm. They even have more than one fix the country demonstration. And, you know, the complaints were about a lack of jobs, poor infrastructure, poor roads, poor healthcare, the usual hit list, right? Um, now, again, this obviously isn't the first time that Ghanaians have rallied around a slogan. It actually, this dates all the way, as for what I know, to Kumi Prekum, which was in yeah. the early 90s. Yeah. And that was a demonstration, physical demonstration as well. More recently, we had Occupy Ghana, right. uh, Red Friday, mm. things of that nature. So this is just the latest in a long line of um, clarion calls or battle cries, if you will. <laughs> um now, one thing that has always stood out to me is how bizarre official responses tend right? to be right? to these sort of things, right? Either it's a litany of excuses or you have deflection or outright dismissal, which is more what I'm going to stress on today. Um, or even a combination of all of these things. Okay. So, and then you have the a very famous go-to, them saying, oh, the, this is just a political mm-hmm, agenda mm-hmm. by the, the opposition, other, yeah, 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 um, yeah. just trying to stir up trouble and controversy and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, and, and then to some degree, that is true or it sometimes tends to be the case mm-hmm. because you find that these movements end up co-opted yes. by certain politicians who now become the face of it oh, when yeah, they yeah, had yeah. nothing to do with it and it was just literally young people or just concerned citizens who are just tired right mm-hmm. so recently we've had a, a varied responses to fix the country we had um 
one government communicator say uh, it's all because of covid mm. which is disingenuous at best <laughs> that suggests that things were fantastic until the beginning of 2020 which is a bald-faced lie okay <laughs> then you had one mp who decided to say it's fixed why don't you fix yourself first mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. and he got dragged for filth and then backtracked and said <laughs> he was not he didn't recognize or his statement didn't come off as sensitive yeah, or whatever it yeah. is And then the latest one, which is what inspired me to talk about this today, um, we had the head of the Christian Council who made some statements in an address to, I think it was a Presbyterian church, something, something he was speaking at. And while some of this stuff was, I guess, made sense, some of it was quite problematic. And he said, and I'm paraphrasing that Ghanaians just sit online and criticize. They won't work. They're lazy. They just complain, fix the country, fix the church, fix the family. The only thing they won't fix is their mouths. So that's why I was like, "Mm, now we have fix your mouth. Okay, so we went from fix yourself to fix your mouth. Now, I don't know why sort of African politicians, and I'm sure it's other places too, but at least in the, yes, Africa and maybe some parts of Asia where the political class feel are so indignant anytime you dare let me use that word question them or or make a comment which is not flattering towards them you know and it's it's the attitude seems to be very much who are you to to say you know and i'm like who are we not like if not us who? who you know so i'm just like first of all what they need to remember is that we are in a democracy and as um, Abraham Lincoln said, a democracy is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So you are not above us, one, because and two, we put you there. You work for us. So when you say, who are we to question you? I, I'm at a loss as to what the hell they think. Yeah, because they, they, they do think they yes, are us. Yes, that's, that's the problem. You are a public servant. I remember One of my friends was saying that he told a police officer that, do you understand that you're a public servant? Mm. And the man got annoyed. annoyed. How oh. dare you? Mm. How dare you? Mm. Who are you calling a servant? Mm. I'm a pu- yeah. You see, the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. They think this is like... You know, the royalty of the, you know, 1300s, we are just indentured serfs or whatever. We labor in the fields and give the money to Mm -hmm. you. And then you ride around in your carriage with gold accessories and you wave at us at best or throw some stale bread. Mm -hmm. And we dare not open our mouths. Otherwise, we'll be hung from the Tower of London. What do you think this is? What do you think this is? You are an employee of the of ours. First of all, you wouldn't be there unless we voted for you. So yes, we put you there and it is our, you are a custodian of our land, our assets as a nation. And if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, it is well within our rights to call you out on that. I don't understand. I don't understand. They don't get it. They, they haven't gotten that they are working for us. They, 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 don't, they, they, they don't get really, it. They the really, the way they don't. comport themselves, they get their V8 Land Cruiser. Mm, then they don't have to drive mm. in traffic like the rest of us peasants. Yeah. We have to, you know, prostrate ourselves. Yes. Oh, yes. Honorable. No mm. man. <laughs> 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 you know, it, it's, it's just ridiculous, you know. Oh, and... Now, I will say sometimes, now I will confess to this, that yes, a lot of the times, genuinely, 
I can see where some of the who are you is coming from because frankly speaking, a lot of my people are extremely ignorant, Mm. misinformed, and loudmouthed, right? Mm. But as I say, you know, who who is to blame for that as well? If you feel like, you know, Ghanaians are idle and jobless, okay, did you provide them job opportunities? If one of the things that the hashtag is claim is talking about is how there are lack of jobs and a lack of opportunities, and you turn around and say, you people are lazy and you don't want to work, it it means you you aren't listening. listening. People are saying, we want to work, we cannot find Find jobs. jobs. And if you're saying that Ghanaians are uneducated, they're poorly educated, okay. Whose fault is that? Thank you. Who is in charge of the education system? Whose job was it to make sure that, one, the quality of primary and secondary education is good, the foundation is there, that the university courses offered or postgraduate courses offered will align with the demands of the The job market market. for a modern Ghana, that you've projected that if population grows by 2%, then it means the job market or job, you know, Working force will also grow by X amount. Therefore, available jobs must also expand to meet so that you don't have 11% inflation, 20% inflation. It is just like a parent sitting down talking about, oh, my kid is trash. This must be my son. He's so lazy. All that is a reflection of you and your parenting. You are, a government is a parent. You are supposed to guide you're supposed to put things in place. We've given you the money. You have all the money. You're uh, raising billions of mm-hmm. dollars mm-hmm. in our name collecting every year and whatever, collecting our taxes, uh, collecting our oil revenues, what, what, what. You are supposed to be putting it to use for us and not sitting there and saying, you people should shut up because you don't know anything. Do you know how difficult it is to run a country? Um, really, <laughs> really. And, um, you know, yes, they said, oh, the government cannot carry everyone on their head or whatever it is. We government cannot do everything. Come election time, they promise you everything, everything except one yeah. man, one private jet. <laughs> everything. They'll come, oh, we'll do this for you. We'll do that for you. Just vote for us. We'll do your thing. We'll do this. Why do you go around making all the promises under the sun and then turn around and say, Ghanaians expect mm-hmm. government to do everything. Where do they get that expectation yeah, from? from? Where? Setting expectations. Where? You're setting false, un- unattainable expectations because you want to get in power so you can steal the money and drive around in your horse-drawn carriage, a.k.a. Land Cruiser V8, with police escorts and stuff. And then you turn around and say that we do not have the right or the wherewithal or we're not even worthy of just opening our mouths to critique. It's absolute and utter uh, nonsense. They don't like us. I've said it before. It is they absolute really and utter really nonsense. Care. If you really think they're, they're out when they're promising you things, they're, they're really doing it because they care about you, you're wrong. Yes. All they want is your vote. That's exactly. it. That's it. And then you have those that will say, okay, but where's the money to do all this? First of all, you keep borrowing money <laughs> or claiming it's not a loan, it's mm. a bond, whatever, whatever. <laughs> And secondly, a lot of this stuff is not even about money. Some, when again, for example, you said, get up and this same man, get up and find something to do in your own environment. All right. Have you ever tried registering a company in Ghana? Hmm? Eddie will probably tell you about this, her experience trying to get a identity card. Oh, my experience, goodness. common vaccine that they were like, yes, get the vaccine program, COVAX, Even, ah, getting no, the vaccine. A, oh, so God. you, the government, are an active impediment to people getting up and finding something, something to, to do, do as mm. you claim. And will be the first person coming around to harass you about taxes mm. when 
getting to even that point, getting a driver's license, doing anything in this country. It's so, so it's, many stumbling blocks. Oh yes. my God, it's horrible. So you won't give us the tools. And secondly, you're going to impede our ability to do things for ourselves and then have the audacity, the so gall to turn around and, and, and sort of slap us down when we complain about the things in this country. Now, again, back to it not being about money. Asking people that you've already paid to do a job, to do that job well, doesn't take extra amounts of money. No government, I've never heard once any Ghanaian government agency or employee being subject to a performance review. Mm. How many, you know, if it's Ghana card, how many cards did you process out of this office this month? There should be a target. You should be able, if you're supposed to be doing 100 and you're doing 30, you need to explain or you're all out of here and we'll find somebody else that can do it. Mm-hmm. Why did it take, um, why should somebody have to sit somewhere for 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. to get yeah, something yeah, done? Yeah, huh. What is the reason? All the police roaming the streets here. How many cases did you process this month? How many case detectives? How many murders did you solve? How many crimes did you solve? If you're not doing it, you go out. Ghana, the, the public defenders, how many cases did you see? What all your cases are, have been ongoing for seven years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're just walking up and down. All these things. Don't tell me that this takes money. Demanding somebody perform at the level which is acceptable is not something. We're not saying that we want to have seven lane flyovers or whatever it is. Even just the pure, efficient management of the existing things. Thanks. You yeah, would see that the money would start coming from anywhere because they're stealing it or not not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So we're not getting the money. Do you know how easy it would be to, to get fines from irresponsible drivers and make money? Do you know this thing that kills me the most is Ghana police always walking around broke. You go to prisons, barracks, and it's, I'm like... Ah. In America, the police service are rich. If you sue the New York Police Department, it is the New York Police Department that will pay settlement of $6 million out of their own coffers. They didn't get it from uh, the governor or anything. It's their own bank. You gun every... We, 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 it's a lawless country. The country can mix so somebody much somebody dedicated... was even... Uh, ju- just for today, if you drive along the shoulder of the road, we'll find you 100 cities. That day ah, alone, ah, do you know much Ghana money Police Service should be the richest government agency. Forget Coco Board and forget GNPC. Just enforcing the laws and finding people the amounts that they claim they're going to find people because everything is written down somewhere. It's just that nobody cares about it. If they were to do just that, we'd have money out the wazoo from that alone. Like we're sitting here, they're sitting there taking five CDs, 10 CDs, yes, two CDs. And, and you just pass through. Your one wheel is missing. Ah, no problem. This one, 20 Ghana, give me out and you go. If you were to find that we like park, you're not, we're impounding your vehicle. You charge for every, every day that is impounded. Come and pay your fine process. To, what, what is all this? And you have the, it's the, it's the, what do you mean? Who are we? Who I like? What is going on? There are simple I'm solutions sick of it. to so many yes. things, but we're just refusing to think. Yes. I'm sorry, but that's that's what it is. You know, the NHIS was almost in, in collapse because you know they give the money and they don't. If I speak are, about this NHIS, the problems they are. Uh, first of all, and that's the, first of all, if you're a private hospital oh and you God. accept NHIS, you won't see that. We money. have to stop. We yeah. have to stop. We, we we still haven't because it's 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 ru- it's, ru- it's ru- it will ruin your business. And the reason and the whole, like 90% of the reason is that the government hospitals where the NHIS is working will come and claim false. They'll say, okay, this person came here 10 times this month. So therefore this one, one patient 
generated 10,000 CDs worth of, meanwhile, they only came there once or whatever. So that they have to give that hospital millions, which goes to the, the, the admin director's pocket, the hospital director, the head of the insurance claims or whatever. So the NHS is permanently broke because apparently Ghanaians are going to the hospital at alarming rates that they're actually not doing. So when you come as a private enterprise trying to file your claims, they'll delay you for oh, months and months and months and months. Plus you will not get your, you won't get your money. It's terrible. And then you it's come terrible. and turn around and say, there's no money to fix the country. There is go and audit what people are doing. We had an auditor general, they did not, they got rid of him mm. and said he was mentally mm. unstable or whatever it is, mm. simply because he questioned mm. something. I mean, come on. I'm so frustrated by this country. I'm yeah, so honestly, frustrated. Every day something. It's something we are day. a country of 30 million people. The state of Ohio has more people. There's no reason why we shouldn't have a handle on some of these things. We have, there's money. There's so much money in Ghana. It's just falling through the cracks and falling into people's pockets okay, yeah, yeah. and it needs to stop we, we we need to first of all we need to stop respecting these people so much me i don't everybody knows that mpn so what <laughs> maybe that's why i don't get ahead because i'm not kissing nobody's ass because you you don't deserve it you don't even deserve it you're a thief for one <laughs> uh, anyway that's my, i'm sorry i'm oh, rambling no, now frustrated <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so that's it for this we'll episode see. we'll see you next week bye. bye if you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms please give us a thumbs up remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends let's continue the conversation we'd like to hear your feedback information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description Thank you.